Sunday morning. With us today is Dr. Steve Cates, uh, otherwise known as uh, Dr. Sky. And uh, to me, Steve, you're a doctor either way. And uh, <laughs> Sunday morning, Sunday morning, uh, you know, I'm looking up in the sky and I'm saying, what am I going to look at tonight? Uh, what do you think, Steve? Well, John, we start off with some interesting information here on the Cats Roundtable. As last week, we've heard these claims of Russia having nuclear weapons in space. So what we're going to do is identify whether this is fact or fiction. So what's the story behind this? Well, alarms over Russians' potential nuclear weapons in space. The chairman of the House Intelligence Committee, Mike Turner, as many people may know, revealed to Congress, quote, a serious national security threat. And I continue, as he said, and he quoted, he is quoted as saying, destabilizing foreign military capability, end quote. Well, this was all revealed to some members of Congress in those secret skips. But let's talk a little bit more about this. You and I have been talking about this on our show and your show here on the Cats Roundtable for a long time. We find out recently, John, that great concern exists that Russia has launched two so-called secret satellites, one called Cosmos 2575 and another one called Cosmos 2574. And what these are doing, they're actually lurking and stalking some of our super secret, as we call them, surveillance satellites. One of them is called USA-245. Now, does this mean that they actually put nuclear weapons in space? Because, John, this would be a big violation of a treaty that was developed back in 1967 and signed by Russia and other nations of the world. This violation of the Outer Space Treaty would say that no nukes are allowed in space or the moon. So what say you, John? Could, could this be some kind of a alarmist thing that we're not sending enough aid to the ukrainians or what or who knows uh, what, what say you well what i uh say is that there's you know the, the nobody in war and we are at war in some ways i mean there are a lot of countries involved nobody ever tells the truth i right. you know the, the palestinians are not telling the truth iran is not telling the truth russia is not telling the truth ukraine is not telling the truth so did Ronald Reagan tell the truth when he says we had space, space uh, laser weapons in uh, 40 years ago? No, he didn't nope. tell the truth. Nope, you're so, right. Uh, and I talked to uh, General uh, uh, Wesley Clark uh, uh, before, and he says that, uh, mm -hmm. and even if they have, uh, some other speculation is they have hypermissiles. And right. that even if they have hypermissiles, if they shoot, doesn't mean there's no... The, the, the Russian-made hypermissiles are going to shoot straight. You're right, John, uh, but, and here's what some people think. I mean, here's what yeah. some people think this could be. I mean, this gets technical, and in the time we have this morning, some space and aerospace experts believe this could be the beginnings of something called a fractional orbital bombardment system, very complicated uh, term. But simply what that means is that if they do have the capability to deploy nuclear weapons in space, Many of our radar systems over the years have always watched from an attack coming from the north. But in this FOB system, they could actually send missiles into our atmosphere from the direction of the south. Or this could be simply an orbital nuclear delivery platform, which obviously I doubt, which they could fire missiles from space down on the earth. Or what they call a new orbital anti-satellite type system. So either way, not only are the Russians involved in this kind of stuff, I'm sure we are too. China has two spy satellites. We talked about this before, one called the Shijian-23, and actually it released some strange object. We're not sure what it is in space, 
And let's not discount the United States in all this, John, because our ace in the hole, sadly to say, in space if warfare begins, might be our X-37B, that little secret spy plane or little secret shuttle that's been orbiting the Earth for so long. I think it's a fascinating subject, and we'll keep you posted on that. Yeah, uh, you're, you're, you're right there. But uh, I'm not sure. I, I don't think Russia loves to uh, threaten. I don't think they want a nuclear war. I don't think they want to really continue the war. Uh, in my personal opinion is uh, uh, they're looking to keep whatever they can keep and, uh, and stop the war. Absolutely, John. And quickly, a couple of other news stories as we wrap up here. Solar radiation storm continues from all the big solar sunspots and big things happening on the sun. Nothing really dangerous at this point, but it does, of course, wipe out temporarily radio signals around the world. And then the mystery that we talk about in the week, you know, the Voyager 1 was launched way back in 1977. John, it's the farthest spacecraft from the Earth. It's 15 billion miles from the Earth, and it takes 23 hours if you want to send a signal to wake it up. But right now, the NASA and JPL scientists are saying there's something wrong, they think, with the flight data system. It's a computer that may be corrupted. So this may be the end, sadly, of Voyager 1. But it was the first spacecraft, John, to ever use what we call volatile memory. And simply, that means memory that requires power and a power supply. But that's an amazing story. But if we wrap it up, John, in the live sky, we talk only 50 days to the big eclipse, whether it's total for everybody or partial. You can learn so much more by going to my Dr. Sky experience, where we have an eclipse update at wabcradio.com. So much to talk about, John, and so many exciting things. Always a privilege and honor to be here with you and the great audience around the nation on the Cats Roundtable. Steve Cates, thank you so much for bringing our uh, listeners up to date, and uh, we'll catch up with you again real soon. Thank you so much. Have a good morning. Thank you.